We have a dis-ease, the solution of which is spiritual in nature. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is an occasionally comedic, often mystical podcast about poetry and spirituality, or something like that. Before we jump into today's episode, quick promo, if you would like to get a tarot reading with me, you can book one online at samantha.as.me. You can also purchase art from my Etsy shop at etsy.com slash shop slash hanael777. That's H-A-N-A-E-L-777. And now on to the show. So this morning, okay, welcome. Yes, welcome again. It's a windy day here in Marfa. Period. What if I just started doing the weather report every day just for Marfa, Texas? Like, it's a podcast on the weather of, like, three weeks ago. So what is, like, the weather today? It's like, I don't know if it's just living in Marfa or if this is just life, but feels like that there's a lot of big shifts going on. Sometimes it's like no day is the same as the day before. Every day is like got a different flavor to it. And today is a windy one. I was definitely in a state of disease today and yesterday. I've been so busy having so much fun. This past weekend was Chinati weekend. And so it's like I'm making new friends and going out and doing things, hanging out at the pool. And then it was like, you know, it's like I also have to take time to replenish myself. If I'm running around and having fun and then I'm wearing myself down Sometimes I can get so externally focused that this, I I always have to prioritize my spiritual journey for sure. So regardless, it's like every morning I'm still going to need to do some type of prayer and meditation to set me right because I'm fucking fucked without it. I just have to always like come back home. At the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, throughout the day, because I have a dis-ease and the solution of which is spiritual in nature. Ding dong. And now I wanted to read from Psalm 72 because it came to my mind this morning and often this psalm comes to my mind. So along with your weather report for today, here is your psalm report. This is Psalm 73. Truly, God is good to Israel, to such as are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slipped, for I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. 
For there are no pangs in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, nor are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride serves as their necklace, violence covers them like a garment. Their eyes bulge with abundance, they have more than heart could wish. They scoff and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walks through the earth. Therefore his people return here, and waters of a full cup are drained by them. And they say, How does God know? And is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who are always at ease. They increase in riches. Surely I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocence. For all day long I have been plagued and chastened every morning. If I had said, I will speak thus, behold, I would have been untrue to the generation of your children. When I thought how to understand this, it was too painful for me. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. Surely, you set them in slippery places. You cast them down to destruction. Oh, how they are brought to desolation as in a moment they are utterly consumed with terrors. As a dream when one awakes, so, Lord, when you awake, you shall despise their image. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was vexed in my mind. I was so foolish and ignorant. I was like a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold me by my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For indeed, those who are far from you shall perish. You have destroyed all those who desert you for harlotry. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord that I may declare all your works. So what I really like about that psalm is it reconnects me with my higher purpose. If I'm on a spiritual path, sometimes it can be tempting to see that I'm not on a spiritual path. 
or compare myself to other people. And it's like, I just want to like force solutions. I just want to like have all the answers now. I want to have all the love without the heartache. I want to act out on self-will. But the mercy of the Lord endures forever. I just had to take a pause because it's like, can anything truly throw me off course on my spiritual path? There are many ways to obtain wisdom. One is by asking for it and making wise decisions. The other is learning the hard way and causing a lot of pain to ourselves. And I'm trying to minimize that amount of pain, though it's like the pain gets condensed. So it's like instead of like two years of pain and then like a year of heartache, <clears throat> it's like all of that pain condensed in trying to restrain myself from acting out on self-will. Hello, welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves. I guess we're just now getting started. So I wrote a poem, I've, as I do, as we do here, at, and by we I mean myself and I guess certain particular entities. Um, this poem doesn't really have a name, so we'll just call it The Honey Bee. All right, here we go. I mean, what is a wise decision anyway? To save a honeybee who keeps returning. I would love to be in love, like I have a choice in the matter. When a moth flew into my right ear and slept at my doorstep. I've got like five secret admirers, so sophisticated like a waving purity pattern bent on destruction, creation. I am the womb. I caught a glimpse, an oral fixation, a hissing when I became a saint. Like I chose this. Do saints still fall in love or write love poems? Because that's all I can seem to do these days, to fall in love and write love poems while I wear a chastity belt for another four months, but who's counting? Great goddess, let's just say it, she who has no name, a prosperous love maker. I awaken to the call of a crow in the distance. How I do love everything. And maybe that's part of the problem. The solution is in the dis-ease. I don't mean to brag, but yes, I do. I hate to cut it short. 
but I'm running late for Zumba. Thank you. And I have another fun poem that I wrote the other day. It's kind of a little bit more jazzy. Um, we'll call it Tarantula Crossing. Tarantula Crossing on a Sunday afternoon. A praying mantis prays over my breakfast. When's the last time I masturbated, or ate a veggie dog, or straight up sipped mayonnaise? A pink bed frame and stiff mattress for my king-sized opium den with knots in my stomach. Which, which will I choose to be today? Just kill me already. Cut the knot and yank my chain. Yank me, pull harder. Talk softer. Whisper in my ear sweet nothings. Empty calories, like giving divinity to a robot. Pushing and pulling and burning to ashes. And I did all this shit fucking clean. A gambling door knocker. A superstitious chair rocker. My burial shroud, a cozy sweater. Wearing my great granny's pearls. I'm not ready for a boyfriend. The big confession, I could get addicted to anything. My self-centered nature. With a needle halfway in and out of my arm, I'd wear yoga pants to your fucking funeral. So there's that. What else is going on? I have my notes. I'm looking at my notes. Mm, here's this. This is a message I got the other day. Okay, just don't stop. The coast isn't clear. The race is not yet won. The coast is not fucking clear. The coast isn't fucking clear. There's always more to unfold and peel away. The mystery never ceases. The coast isn't fucking clear. Just don't stop. Just keep going. Just fucking keep going. There's always more layers to peel away. And when you think you got it, you don't fucking got it. I'll tell you that right fucking now. And one more thing before we get to Ecclesiastes 10. No expectations. This is where we're at today. We were told today to have no expectations because the lack of serenity that I have in my life is equally balanced by the amount of expectations. If I go into a situation, into a relationship, or I put myself out there and I have expectations, I'm setting myself up for failure. So there's no expectations in how things end. I was told to lower our expectations 
and raise our acceptance of the way that things are. You can't blow something that you don't have an expectation on. You can't blow something that you don't have an expectation on. Lowering our expectations and raising our acceptance. You can't blow something that you don't have an expectation on. And now... Here we are at Ecclesiastes 10. Our eyes and ears, our hearts and minds are open to whatever wisdom that we are meant to receive and we release our expectations and we are open. Amen. Dead flies putrefy the perfumer's ointment and cause it to give off a foul odor. So does a little folly to one respected for wisdom and honor. A wise man's heart is at his right hand, but a fool's heart is at his left. Even when a fool walks along the way, he lacks wisdom, and he shows everyone that he is a fool. If the spirit of the ruler rises against you, do not leave your post, for conciliation pacifies great offenses. There is an evil I have seen under the sun, and an error proceeding from the ruler. Folly is set in great dignity, while the rich sit in a lowly place. I have seen servants on horses, while princes walk on the ground like servants. He who digs a pit will fall into it, and whoever breaks through a wall must be bitten by a serpent. He who quarries stones may be hurt by them, and he who splits wood may be endangered by it. If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use some more strength, but wisdom brings success. A serpent may bite when it is not charmed. The babbler is no different. The words of a wise man's mouth are gracious, but the lips of a fool shall swallow him up. The words of his mouth begin with foolishness, and the end of his talk is raving madness. A fool also multiplies words. No man knows what it is to be. Who can tell him what will be after him? The labor of fools wearies them, 
for they do not even know how to go to the city. Woe to you, O land, when your king is a child, and your princes feast in the morning. Blessed are you, O land, when your king is the son of nobles, and your princes feast at the proper time for strength and not for drunkenness. Because of laziness, the building decays, and through idleness of hands, the house leaks. A feast is made for laughter, and wine makes merry, but money answers everything. Do not curse the king, even in your thought. Do not curse the rich, even in your bedroom. For a bird of the air must carry your voice, but a bird in flight may tell the matter. <laughs>